This is Back of House News, where we cover the biggest restaurant and food service industry headlines. This week, we're discussing how to spot a fake Google review and the importance of keeping a general eye on all customer reviews. For more, we go to Back of House reporter Grace Dickinson. Grace, as always, welcome back. Thanks, Claudia. It's good to be here. So recently, there's been an uptick of reports in fake Google reviews targeting restaurants nationwide. I'm wondering how operators are identifying the scam and what do those Google reviews actually look like? Yeah, unfortunately, there have been restaurants from San Francisco to New York reporting these fake reviews, and they're typically one-star ratings that don't include a description or any photos, which are otherwise, you know, indicators that could prove someone's been to the restaurant that they're reviewing. The New York Times also recently reported about some operators who say they're receiving emails from the actual perpetrators demanding gift cards in exchange to remove the ratings, and often those include threats to leave additional bad ratings if their requests aren't met. Wow, that is certainly not an ideal situation. And I know, I guess we all know that bad reviews can have lasting effects, deterring future customers who might potentially see them before visiting. So what can restaurants do if they suspect they've received a fake Google review? Unfortunately, there's no magical or instant solution to immediately wipe out a fake Google review. Google uses machine learning algorithms to scan the reviews and automatically remove or flag content that violates its policies. Mm -hmm. But naturally, this isn't going to catch everything. So if you do suspect a suspicious review, Google encourages businesses to submit it through their online help center. Those flagged reviews will get evaluated by a team of human operators, and when a violation is spotted, the review will be removed. And in some cases, Google will then suspend the user's account or even pursue litigation against the fake reviewer. Wow. The process, however, often turns into a waiting game for operators. I asked Google about the typical response time after a business submits one of these reviews, and they declined to respond, but they did say that operators work 24-7 to review reported content. But they also said not all policy flags will get a reply, but that doesn't necessarily mean or that doesn't mean that the flag isn't being looked into. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's interesting. I know you recently wrote about the importance of monitoring all incoming customer reviews, not just the ones that are suspicious, but everything. Tell us more about that. These days, it's really best practice to monitor all reviews, whether they're fake, real, negative, and even positive. As you know, we live in an internet-driven world where the average consumer isn't showing up to a restaurant without first doing a little research. This could mean something as simple as scanning your website and checking out your menu, or it could mean looking at photos on your Instagram. But often the first step is looking at Google reviews, especially if someone's finding you through a quick Google search. One recent study showed more than 63% of consumers check Google reviews before visiting a business, and that makes it so you really want to do your best to curate the experience for those people that are going to be reading your reviews. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and reviews aren't something you can just dismiss. So how exactly should operators be handling those reviews? Should they be responding to every single one? I know there's always a question of how to respond to trolls, for example, or, you know, some of the... You, you have 50 positives and you've got 10 negatives. So what are you supposed to do in those situations? 
Ideally, you are responding to both positive and negative reviews. Mm -hmm. That idea is to not only acknowledge the person leaving you the review, but even more so to demonstrate to the next person that's going to read that review that you truly care. For positive reviews, you really can just respond with a quick thank you. We're so glad you enjoyed your experience. But you should try to personalize a small part of each note to give it a human touch. And then for negative reviews, a simple approach is to say, sorry you had a bad experience, this is not typical, please reach out on X phone number or X email and leave it at that. You really want to avoid getting into that pushback because the last thing you want to do is end up getting into a back and forth conversation that goes sour. Right. Again, not only are you trying to help fix the problem with the reviewer, but who you're really trying to communicate with here is the next person who goes online and sees that conversation. So you want to show professionalism and also show you're taking charge to solve the issue. Right. So respond to both the positive and the negative, and if it gets a little tumultuous, take it offline is what it sounds like you're saying. Exactly. So, but I know that said there are a ton of different review sites like Google, Yelp, Facebook, TripAdvisor. I mean, the list feels like it's endless these days. So are restaurants really supposed to be responding to every review posted on every single platform? Because I could imagine that would be very challenging after a while. Sure. That's the best case scenario, but it's also highly impractical. Google leads the way for reviews, so you really want to start there, and that's kind of why we're shaping this conversation around Google. And then you can start to look at where the majority of your other reviews are coming from and turn there second. There are a variety of technology platforms, however, that are designed to make review monitoring easier. These include options like Yext, Neighborhood Networks, Seven Rooms, and Ranko, and those are just to name a few that kind of specialize with hospitality clients. And what all of these platforms generally do is allow you to see and respond to reviews from multiple places all in one spot, you know, all from their platform. Mm-hmm. So Google's number one. What do you do if your Google rating starts to slip? Is there anything you can do? The first step is obviously to read the actual negative reviews left by genuine customers and look for any trends that can be fixed. So for example, if long wait times are a common complaint, don't dismiss it even if you can't immediately solve that problem because let's say you're short staffed. Usually there are short term solutions like posting signage and you can say you're short staffed and ask for customers patience. We know that transparency can go a long way in preventing negative reviews. And then your next best move is to ask your loyal customers to leave you a review. Burying your negative reviews in positive reviews is hands down the best way to negate the effect from negative comments, but you'll need to be proactive in asking your customers to take that step because think about how many times you've been to a restaurant and you haven't left a review whether you liked the experience or not. Right. So some ways to do that, it could entail posting a sign near the exit that reads something like, like your experience, post a positive review, and you have a QR code that links them directly to your Google business profile. You could also include a similar message on the actual check or maybe even post to social media. And some operators will even include a small incentive, but the bottom line is you have to ask. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks, Grace. This was very informative and a really interesting topic today. Of course, happy to be here. That's all for this week, folks. Bye-bye.